This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From gutters to landscaping, from replacement windows to a full basement remodel, and everything in between, it's time for the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Big Time Mike McGivern on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host and special guest, the owner of Creative Construction of Wisconsin, Bingo Emmons. Bingo, how you been? All right, all right. Man, it's a great day today. It's beautiful out there. Oh, it's, it's, it's starting to get toasty, though. Yeah, it's getting a little toasty. I'll take it, though. Yeah, well, it's hard to believe it. I can get a long underwear on a couple of weeks ago, and now, I it's, now it's summer. I know. Hey, I got to, uh, before we get into some nary things going on, I need to thank Creative Construction of Wisconsin and Zach Emmons. Boy, he came over and did some work for us on, uh, and, and we're going to do a Facebook Live thing, which you want to do, but I'm like, no way. Um, we had a whole wall in our living room full of mirrors, and it was time, man. They'd been there a while, and I took the mirrors down. But they were up there for a long time, and they were taped. And so that tape took off a lot of the plaster. And, and obviously, if you need plaster work, you call Creative Construction Wisconsin. And Zach fit me in the schedule. I know you guys are busy. He was kind enough to, to come over and and, uh, and fix the wall. We then had it painted. And, man, it makes the, the living room look totally different. And you would not you would not know that anything was wrong with that wall ever it just looks perfect yeah that's what we do i mean you know, a lot of times that's that's what we do is we we work on people's houses and it doesn't look like we even were there and then and, people you know so sometimes you can't really show people well here i fix this wall okay because that now it looks like it was never touched and that's that's the part that we're good at well what's funny is uh he had to walk up our front walkway that he did yeah <laughs> into the living room and then we had a meeting in the kitchen and he you guys did the ceiling in the yep. kitchen, and now you've done the wall in the living room. So, I don't know. Next, uh, something will happen either in their computer room or upstairs, or the bathroom or the basement, or that will have to give you guys a call. But right now, when you walk into the house, you got to walk the walkway for that creative construction. Did the the wall in the living room is perfect, and then the kitchen, the uh, the ceiling's perfect. Well, Zach, so. like, works, working for you. You know, you've been helping him out a lot with his, you know, his own, doing his own radio stuff and his own commercials <laughs> that he's been doing on the air. I mean, I know, I wherever I go, people say, hey, I heard Zach on the radio. I know, and he, you know what, if he's, is he listening this morning? Yeah, he's listening. We're, we're going to change up, so you guys, and thank you for, for the conversation we had this morning. You guys are going to come back with us again and be the title sponsor for all our Badger reports, and Zach, you got to put some time together and come and do a new commercial with me, because that last one it ran for the whole year, and uh, I know you got some response. We need to freshen that up a little bit, so he'll he'll come in. All right. Your, da- your dad said yes. You better come in, man. And if you want to bring the dog, bring the dog. He's got beautiful. Tell Zach to bring in his award. You know, because Zach got the forty under forty for the, you know in the country, you know, the, you, for the you, top forty kids, top forty people under for the age of forty. Yeah. Yeah, he got that award. Yeah, so. we should put that somewhere in that commercial. Right. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, uh, Nary Milwaukee, a lot of things uh, um, 
going on kind of. You know, it's not a lot going on for the public um, right now. Meetings regarding uh, the fall show that are coming up. We've got a, a golf outing next week. I'm going to get a chance to to be on well, the, they still have openings for that. I mean, you don't have to be a Nary member. You can be a supporter of uh, right. of any of these of the Nary Foundation, or you like to play golf and, and meet some of these yeah. guys. Come on out. Yeah, I'll be on a par three, and and uh, the par three is actually sponsored by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. I'll be sitting with uh, your lovely wife Deb, who is uh, we we had a nice conversation about her this morning. I adore her, and and uh, hopes uh, one day she'll join you here in studio. Yeah. Notice I've given up on that. She's won on that. She she beat me. Yeah, well, well, you, you met her. She's a little stubborn. <laughs> she is just a bit stubborn. Maybe one day though, she'll come in and sit with with us as we do this show. Um, oh, I got to remind you, all the Nary members that are listening. Don't forget to bring your five bucks. Bring the bring bring five dollars in your wallet. I don't care what you bought, what 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 your pass says. Bring five dollars. It's an easy one because they're actually, you know, when, okay. When when we come through, everybody's afraid. Oh, I'm afraid to. Uh, Golf against Mike because he's going to beat me. No, uh, that doesn't usually happen. I have not picked up a club since the last one that I was at the nat last Nary, which is two years ago, and so I'm going to get out to a, a range this weekend, either today, this afternoon, or on Sunday, and and hit a bucket of balls. Uh, but you know what? It's for a great cause. So the five dollars that you're going to give to Deb Evans, and then you'll beat my shot. You get an extra raffle ticket. It's all for a good cause. The Nary Foundation is is just. Uh, it's a really good foundation, I think, Bingo, and we had some conversations about it in our pre-show meeting. I love the work that they do, and I love the, the, what they do as far as scholarships to, to either displaced workers or, or, or out-of-high-school kids that want to get in the trades and they want to go to WCTC or they want to go to MATC, there's scholarships available for them. Yeah, there's scholarships. I mean, the foundation, and please, in continuing education, uh, these even for for professionals, they help they help out with that. They help out. The stuff that they do is just incredible. And um, one of the problems we have with the Nary Foundation is it's kind of like a secret sometimes. It, I, I know that we've had this discussion before that we need to more publicly get out there. So if you're interested about the foundation, you know, check it out. You know, uh, and then if you're interested about sponsoring a whole or donating or being part of it, or some some people would just donate items for the foundation. And they just they go there. But if you want to get involved, call an area office Monday morning and tell me you like to donate something, or you got to force them like to put together on a team. And it, it's just a, just a great cause. And if you if you're thinking about going back to school, if your kids, if your nephew, um, I would highly recommend uh, go to the foundation page on NaryMilwaukee.org and and take a look at what the purpose of this foundation is what they offer as far as scholarships. A couple of years ago, I, I know that when I was talking to a, a member on, on the board for the foundation, I said, hey, I've got a young guy. He's a, uh, he just got out of high school. He's not going to college. He's been working. He, this is what he's been doing, but he, he's saving money so he can go to school to get in the trades. And they said, look, we have money available. Was he a good student? Yes, he's a good kid. Yep. Make sure he gets there. So I don't know where the foundation is now, dollar-wise, but I know back then they were seeking people to, to, to fill out the applications for these scholarships. We, we, we still are. Perfect. So if you've got somebody that just graduated from high school, not quite sure what they're doing, thinking they want to get in the trades, think they want to go back to school to, to, to uh, either WCTC, MATC, schools like that, go to the Nary Milwaukee Foundation and, and fill out that paperwork. There are scholarships available. 
So I would take full advantage of it. There's a number of things the foundation does uh, to raise money. In fact, they've got uh, they've got their their trap shooting uh, clay shooting found uh, fundraiser for Nary members on Friday, August 23rd. So if you're a Nary member that uh, that likes to do that kind of stuff, I know John Namey. I know Zach's really involved. Oh, with it. Zach loves that. He That's does. Right, yeah. yeah, he looks forward to it. He's actually practicing for it now. Really? Oh yeah. He he wants to try to win it this year. Well, I got to tell you. Um, I, I tried it once, and it was doing uh, doing a segment for Around the Corner with John McGivern. We're up in Oshkosh, I, and I couldn't hit the thing. And Zach said, look, I can t-. John Namey and Zach have said, come out with me. I'll, I'll, you'll be able to hit it when you're done with me. And they were telling me what what I was doing wrong, and I couldn't fix it. Were you pointing a gun the wrong way or what? No, I was pointing it the right <laughs> way, but I wasn't what they call tracing. So I would think I, I would try to guess where that 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 clay pigeon was going to come, and I and I'd shoot instead of like tracing it, and so I would stop, I'd follow and then stop, and so I had like a I'm not kidding like a nine year old kid next to me, and I said here's the deal, I'm going to say pull, and I'm you're going to shoot it, and we're going to get it on film and make it look like I hit it. The kid goes okay, first shot, boom, and he made it look like I did it. And so if you see the Oshkosh uh, uh, episode for Around the Corner, understand that it wouldn't be hitting. Yeah, I just, when I just go through as a regular, my dad's gun from back when he was a kid, and that's what I use. But those guys those guys have guns that, like, they like change their chokes and stuff between holes, and they're like, I just shoot just to, just to kill it. And they're like, no, no, you got to aim right here, aim at this corner, and whatever. Those guys are, those guys are some of those guys really get good. And Zach's really involved in oh, it yeah. now. Yeah, he's going out yeah. and practicing. Yeah, him and uh, Saganiak and you know those guys and John Nimmy knows. Yeah, they, they hook up. It. They hook up quite a bit and shoot. So I got a guy that is going to join Nary here in the next few weeks. Um, uh, Troy Schaefer from MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com, and uh, he is uh, really into this as well. And I, and I told him about it. I said, "Look, you can get involved with this foundation, and this is right up this young man's alley." He's a little bit like Zach, where he's got this really kind of servant leadership kind of quality to him, where he wants to give back and help people. And uh, he also likes uh, going out and, and shooting clay uh, pigeons. So he's going to be perfect for that. You know, that's, uh, a, that's a good segue. Uh, if you're young and you're starting a business and you've been around for about a year, you know, you should join Nary because once you become part of Nary and you, you start asking all these people, you know, lots of gray haired old guys or advice, we love to tell people how to make your business successful. Right. I mean, and that's what I did. When I joined Nary, it's, you know, I was the best plaster in by far the state, this part of the country, probably the United States, as far as I'm concerned. I was the best, right? But I wasn't really that good at business and doing other things, right? And I, when I joined with Nary, my whole life just changed. Man. My, I mean, my business, uh, you know, my prices, I make more, we, we do more. And then, you know, now look at Zach. Like right. I said, he's top 40 in the country now. Well, and, and we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago. We had Diane in, uh, Allison came in. And we talked about this exclusively about the benefits of of companies that are thinking about it, um, or have thought about it, or have said, "Boy, I don't, I don't think I, you know, what what difference is that going to make for my company? I don't want to hang out with guys I compete with," and that's just totally the wrong the wrong thought process on on becoming an area member. My competitors are on my cell phone, and we talk to each other because we have you know good advice. Hey, what are you guys doing with this? Hey, we're having a problem with this product. What do you guys think we should do? And then we work, we work it out. And when you become an area contractor, you know, you always hear uh, the people say, well, I, I don't, I don't need the work. I'm really busy. How about if you just get better jobs? I mean, um, I learned this from, from, you know, from Scott Klein. He said one of the first things he was telling me about, you know, I said, man, with all the work, why are you doing this? He says, 
because I want to be able to pick and choose what jobs I want to do. As a contractor, you want to be able to do the jobs that are, you know, not the jobs that you have to do. Right. Right, the jobs that you want to do. That's what you look forward to. Well, and, and again, go to, uh, you can give the uh, Nary office a call, Nary Milwaukee office a call uh, on Monday, or you go to their website. All the information that, that you need um, will be on that website. How busy are you guys uh, right now? Pretty busy? They were busy. Yeah. Does, you, know, you know, a marketing campaign you put for us over last winter uh, pretty much took care of a year before we even started. Well, I, that's called a mic drop. Uh, we can just leave now because there, there you go. I, I appreciate that. We, um, I like working with you guys, and, and uh, it, it's fun working with Zach. And, 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 again, he's coming in to redo that commercial, whether he wants to or not. I'll, I'll, I'll find him. I'll, I'll drag him in here if I, if I need to. Um, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we've talked about stucco and plaster a lot. What we, we haven't talked about much with you is water damage when it comes to, um, to stucco and plaster. And this time of year, I think it's important that, that, that we have this conversation about how do you know if it's if if water has damaged some of your property and and uh we'll talk a little bit about that i also came up with a uh doing some research for the show today the top six stucco failure warning signs that i'm going to run past you and get your opinion on he's bingo emmons he's the owner of creative construction of wisconsin their website call creative construction.com or you can give them a call at 414-397-4072 397 4072. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Bingo Emmons. Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Callcreativeconstruction.com is their website. Stucco, plaster, all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, tuck pointing, anything historical with cement and plasters, that's, a, that's, a, that's what we're the best at. Yeah. Well, and that's what keeps you busy for sure. And, you, you know, we had ended last segment about, you know, uh, benefits of being a NARI member. One of the benefits for um, Creative Construction is you get a lot of work from from other NARI members that need the best of the best to be able to come in and do the kind of well, stuff yeah, you do. The whole story is I actually joined NARI because I was working for an art contractor, right? And he's like, hey, you got to join NARI. And you know, basically, I just want to get paid. So, okay, fine, I'll join. I went to my first meeting, right? Membership's paid for. I already got a referral. Hey, can you be at the next job next morning? You know, can I do this? I mean, the next day, I was like, man, this thing is awesome. So, I, you know, naturally, I got heavily involved and started coming in because every time I went to a meeting, someone's asking me for my <laughs> card and more work and more work and and, um, it, you know, it's a great association, Yeah. especially if you uh, start going to things. You know, you've been to After Fives oh, and I have. all the things that they do. It, it is. And, and that first one that I went to, with the thing that amazed me is guys that compete again. I've been a basketball coach a long time. So if I'm in a room with other basketball coaches, whether I'm in their conference or we play against each other, normally have conversations. How you doing? How's the team looking? Blah, blah, blah. But it's very surface stuff. I'm in that in that first Nary. It was a bags tournament that uh, that Jesse asked me to be her, her her partner for Milestone Plumbing, and I go over there, and and, and I'm walking around to different groups that are talking, and th- these are guys that compete against each other on a day to day basis, and I heard one guy say, "Hey, did you get that that um, that Wilson job?" 
the guy goes, yeah, I got it. And he goes, well, well how are you going to handle this? And the guy goes, well, I'm going to try this, but if that doesn't work, we're going to do this. The guy said, you know what I was thinking? I didn't, you beat me out. I didn't get it, but I was thinking if you did it this way. And they were like going, he had just beat him on a job, and yet the guy was saying, you know, my thought on that was to try it this way. I don't know if you, and he was giving him advice, and I thought, well, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. I wonder if that goes on all over the place, and it did. I walked around to these different these different circles of people talking, and it was everybody was was interested in jobs that they were doing. And hey, I didn't get that one, but you got it. Congratulations on that. It was really good. I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed being part of that. And now it doesn't even surprise me anymore. Right. Yeah, because I'm a sub, so sometimes, you know, when, when I'll bid a job, I'll bid it for three or four of these different contractors. You know, I mean, you, and that's what he says. I mean, they're, they're just friends. They're right. also friends, too, because, you know, they're just, um, there's enough work for everybody. We're over, you know, we, you know we're a shortage of workers. You know, we, we're, it isn't like there's only one job and we're all competing for the one job. Right. Because if not, there's another job for you. Not every job, not every customer fits every customer. Uh, especially like if you're a customer and you go to an area show, you try to find a customer that, that you fit with. Um, you know, every, every, uh, sometimes I'll go look at a job. It just, me and that customer, we're not clicking. We're not seeing it. I'm not the guy. Right. Um, sometimes, sometimes we just don't fit with and, each other. And that's, that's okay. Oh yeah. It, it is. That's, you know what I, I have found in, in the business that I'm in, I'm a sales rep here at Intercom that the, the clients that I have had in the past, that I don't click with, that that it just, you know, I, I they ask me my opinion, and I've been doing this a long time, so I think I'm pretty good at what I do. And if they go, no, no, I think I think you should we should do it this way, I'd be like, look, I've tried that. And 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 really I if you're asking which way to take this, this is the way, you know, I think we should do it. And and sometimes it doesn't work. And sometimes as a sales guy, I've got to say, hey, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna send another rep your way. So, because maybe it's me, and and maybe you can click better with somebody else, and so I'll have to give up some business sometimes, and almost like fire that fire one of my clients because it just doesn't fit. Yeah, it happens, and that happens, you know, because you know, let's be honest. But when it comes to our company, usually my problem is if you're looking for the cheapest price, that's that's not going to be me. But if you're looking for something that you cannot, did you want some perfect work? You want this and that. And yes, it costs. Sometimes it costs over double. Sometimes three times the amount to make it perfect. But then, you know, sometimes, you know, that's where we are. Uh, but you ever once while I get a customer and like, well, we're selling a house next week. I want to put a Band-Aid on it. And I'm like, right. man, I can't do that. That's not. I, I mentally, I physically, I just cannot do that. Because I just know it's, you know it's going to fall apart. And I'm sure when you're selling somebody, you know you just can't do it. Can't. Because uh, you know what happens is they won't come. For, for On my side, they won't come back. So they'll, they'll say, hey, look, this didn't work. And I'll say, yeah, you know what? I kind of warned you about that. It's all about expectations, I think. And in your business, if you go with the cheapest guy, eventually it's going to cost you more money in the long run. It just is. And you've seen it a hundred times where people said, no, we're going to go with this other company. And they end up calling you to fix the job that they did. So it's going to cost them in the long run anyway. Right. And I think that's, hey, um, one of the talk, we've got, only got five minutes or so in, in this segment. I want to tee up... Um, on your website, and your daughter writes some some wonderful blogs, and one was on water, and, and I drove in this morning knowing that we're going to talk a little bit about water damage, and the opening line in, in, into your, your daughter's blog was, water is a powerful source of nature. You'll be responsible for all kinds of problems in your home. It, it, water damage can cause plaster and stucco to, to bulge and even pull away from the wall. 
Do you see that a lot more in the spring and summer than you do in the winter? This year, uh, this year was a was a well, I would it can't sound like excited, but it's kind of like winning a lottery with the water damage we had over this winter. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it's still it seems like it rains every other day. I mean, we can't get the stop. You know, and uh, yeah, what this is what usually happens to me. People come in here and say, "Hey, my ceiling's coming down," or you know, you always see like paints peeling all over the place, or you know, you know. And then, you know, they say, I need you to fix this right away. I'm like, do you fix the roof first? Well, let's get this fixed. We'll fix the roof first. There's no point. There's no point. <laughs> fix the roof first. Right. Yeah. And, and I don't know why. You sound, you sound, it sounds like a real simple thing to me. You, when you and I are sitting here talking about. Sure. But I go to a lot of jobs and they don't fix the roof first. They're like, okay, just fix it. And you say, yeah, and then they'll call you up like two weeks later. Yeah. You don't say some of the stuff they did is starting to bubble again. <laughs> okay. Plaster doesn't bubble. Something has to make it bubble. Right. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't fall off on its own. Well, and that's when, when I talked the first segment about having you guys over um, in the kitchen for the first time. And it was, that's what, what happened was we had we had water coming in from the roof. And first guy called, Randy came out and and uh, and, and did the roof. And then it was, okay, I got to give Bingo a call. And, and you and Zach came out and kind of giggled a little bit because the, you know, that that was a big bubble in, in, our, in our kitchen. And we got that done. The cool part for for me in that whole in the story of our kitchen was you guys had just started and and I wasn't sure when the right timing to put the can lighting. We wanted can lighting in our kitchen and um, and Zach said, "Look, I I will tell you exactly the best time once I get this down. You know, whoever you want." And I called Kern Electric and I, and I said, "Hey, can you guys come out?" And so the timing was perfect. We got the roof done. Then we had you guys come in and do the kitchen and, and the ceiling. And Zach said, look, I'm going to have this done on Thursday. And if I were you, I can't, if you want can lighting, you've got to get that in first and then I'll come back and finish and get it done. And he, he actually said, look, here's where you should do the can lighting. Here's why. And Zach set us up really nicely. Guys from Current Electric came in and did it in the kitchen. It looks great. Yeah, especially when everybody's open like that. And because uh, it, it, that's another problem you see sometimes with customers you have, right? We'll go in and we'll fix some water damage, right? And then he call you up two months later. Hey, we put some new lights in. You fix it. You know, I was just here. Right, right. <laughs> Your ceiling was just open a minute ago. <laughs> right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. Can water go through stucco? Yes. Stucco by itself isn't exactly waterproof. It is um, not. No, no. If you if you take apart an old home, yeah, you know, especially back then, anything before 1920 is actually what they call lime cement. Uh, you know, it seems like a white pottery. People go, "Oh, look, it's kind of pottery; it's falling apart." No, that's just the lime cement's what it does. But if you actually go through the stucco, if you take part of it off, do you're going to see the wood lath, and then behind there is, is a is a 30 pound felt tar paper. That's the actual waterproofing part. It's you know, it's like um, it's like bricks. You know, same thing with concrete bricks. Right. I mean, not concrete, whatever br- bricks. Yeah. They're not exactly waterproof either. You know, behind there is a one-inch airspace plus then that 30-pound felt, and that's how water drains. That's why we always got drainage mat behind them. You heard a, man, a lot of stucco problems. You had trouble with a lot of EFA stuff in the 90s. Yeah. Because they weren't allowing for the drainage, the drainage mat stuff. They are just like, oh, we'll put this on here, and then they'll paint. The, no, all houses absorb some kind of moisture and they need water needs someplace to go. And that was the failures that they're having in the nineties with that, with not was trying to skip the drainage mat part because the back, but houses are built 200 years ago to have drainage. Right. Hey, can, um, you know, stucco, there's cracks stucco. Um, can that cause water damage? If it's big enough, it can, you know, if you have a crack that's big enough that you can get water into it, 
But uh, water damage usually happens with like you know gutters that aren't working properly, where the water just runs down the side. When you see like water damage, you know sometimes you'll see the outside of a building with just streaks, a whole bunch of streaks, where it's just running down. You know, right? You know, and it, people say, yeah, there was gastric discoloration. That water's got to go somewhere, so it usually goes in. And if you have a problem with if you're not cleaning your gutters out correctly, right. that that has a lot to yeah. To, and there's a lot of things that. out too, as I said, you know, like a lot of the failures you're having when you came out with the new synthetic stuccos. You know, like the what they call kickoff flashings and things. You know, I mean, you know, the, where the stuck, where the rain comes down the side of a house, right, and it's going along all on the edges, and it just rubs against the side. Now they actually got what they call a kickoff flashing, which pushes the water out away from the building, and that's where you see a lot of you'll see like a lot of houses. Are, you know, mostly the houses are built in the '90s or even early 2000s. You know, they're really dark, and you see they're, they're kind of wrecking, they're falling right. apart. He's Bingo Emmons. Uh, anything that you need to know regarding stucco uh, plaster. All of it, the water damage stuff that we're talking about. I've got a couple more questions for him on the other side of the break, and I want to get into this article that I read about uh, top six stucco failure warning signs, and I'm going to get his opinion because he's the expert. Again, Bingo Emmons, Creative Construction of Wisconsin. CallCreativeConstruction.com is their website. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big time Mike McGivern. Only on 1057 FM, The Fan. Dial us up with your questions at 414 799 1250. Welcome back in to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Bingo Emmons, the owner of Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Is Deb the owner, and you just work for her? How's that work? Oh yeah, clearly. Um, yeah. He is the uh, he's an employee at Creative <laughs> Construction of Wisconsin. I might, I might get fired when she finds out you're going to put a mic on her on Wednesday. Yeah, this Wednesday, and then you're going to broadcast it on the Why? next Saturday show. Uh, she's, we got a text from her. I'll, she's I'll be on next Saturday too. So. Oh, you are? Yeah. So therefore, you can. We're just gonna we're gonna tape the show um, from the uh, from the hold on uh, on Wednesday at the golf outing, and her right. and I'll just do. She won't know. But we'll do a full hour. I just got to beep out anything that she says anything mean to me. Okay. Don't we'll be beep the whole thing yeah, One big beep. <laughs> I talked to her this week, and the funniest part was I said, how you doing? She goes, I hate everybody today. I said, well, why am I calling? And she's like, I don't know. But I made her laugh, and that was the key. Hey, one last question before I get into this article that I read. Um, how do you know if stucco has water damage? Is it is it really basic that you could see it, or is sometimes you don't see it? Sometimes uh, you won't see it because it'll be hidden behind, uh, hidden behind. You know, come out, the water comes out someplace. But most of the time, when uh, the, the water damage stuff which we see, it usually just starts to fall off, disintegrates, bubbles, just entire missing pieces. Yeah, yeah just I mean, just you know, disintegrates and um, yeah. And when you re- replace, because like, like I said, we talk about customers and stuff. Sometimes we you know we see an old house with wood lath. You can't just stucco over the wood lath. You have to use a metal lath. You can't reuse wood lath. And people are like, well, you know, because you always see the people like going in and slam, go get some Portland One cement or something right. from one of those box stores. They put it on, and you see that that patch falls out even faster than the, than the last patch that was done. Well, it's interesting because we that that area in our ceiling wasn't that big of an area, but as Zach started taking some of it down, he said, "Look, I'm not going to have to do the whole ceiling." But we're going to have to do a, a half of it, and here's why. And he, he explained exactly, though it didn't bubble in that area, there was damage there. Yeah, and that's part of the secret that we do when we do uh, repairs. You always got to use a softer material or like materials, you know, to do that kind of repair. So a lot of times, you know, if you call, you know, 
I'm not talking about like drywallers or something. You call them in there, they're going to tell you, you got to take your whole ceiling down. I mean, you know, no, worse than no, you don't. It, would pla- it takes a lot to wreck plaster. It takes a lot to wreck old-fashioned stucco. I mean, it takes a, it takes a lot of water damage. You know, old, it, old-fashioned stucco. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about conventional stucco. Right. They'll, you know, they'll laugh and stuff. It takes, people say, you know, because I got, I got like water damage. Oh, I got water damage in there, and I look at it, and you see, and it's like stalactites hanging like inside of a house. I mean, that I means it's been leaking for years, you know. Um, for the, and the people that think, if, if they say, hey, look, we, this is an old home. There's only a, a part of the damage is stucco, and I need somebody to be able to come out and match it exactly the way it looked. That's that's what you. Yeah, that's do. what we do, and then we actually we take it off, and we also fix the substrate to get rid of the mold problems. Especially when you do insurance jobs, you know they don't don't you can't be covering up mold. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make sure that they're cleaned up. Hey, you guys! Last time you were in, you guys uh, were doing a project, I think, down in Racine, at a at a historic. Was all right. Yeah, maybe it was three, four months ago, something like that. You were we, talking we do about. A, we do a lot of historic work. Yeah, there was there was a one. I thought it was maybe it was Racine or or on the lake down south somewhere that that you guys were were in the middle of and you were really proud of. Oh of yeah, well, there was one. Doing. Yeah, it was actually a, we just we just did one on Waukesha. You know, house. You know, those eighteen forty eight homes and yeah. things. You know, we're doing ornamental type work. Yeah, that was on Waukesha. We just did that one. It turned out well. Oh yeah, you had a customer. Yeah, I mean, get a lot of press out of it. Yeah, that's that's good. Hey, six uh, uh, stucco failure questions that homeowners. Um, should ask, yeah, has there been any leaks in the stucco siding? Is one of the, the, the keys when you're looking for stucco failure and warning signs is has there been any leaks in the stucco siding is the first one that they talk about. And one of the more important ones, when they when they kind of, the paragraph after that, they, they're saying, hey, thinking about uh, the years you've lived in the home, um, it's been two or 20. Uh, has there been a leak? If so, uh, was the issue plumbing related? If not, chances are, are pretty good that the leak was caused uh, by deficiency in the home ex- exterior. Consider any leaks that have occurred in your stucco siding and start there. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, you got that article there. Now, I'm just saying that sometimes the leaks, people will say, oh, your stucco's leaking. I had a roofer was out here, he said it's leaking. Another guy was out here, he said it was leaking. And then we'll go there and we'll look at it and we'll see where the water's coming from. And sometimes it's simple as the people left their storm open. Or they caulk the bottom of an outside storm window, and when the rain comes inside of a window, it just fills up. Right. And it goes in there, and it, it goes in there, and it it comes in, and it's coming out. It's not the the water's going in; it's just coming out by the stucco, but it goes in another area. Yeah, like, it's got to come out yeah, somewhere. Yeah, like like roof and chimney leaks, you know, leaking by the crooked or it's leaking up there. And he said, "Oh, look at my whole stucco chimney's falling down. There's something wrong with the stucco." It's not. It's it's water's getting into it. You know, that's one of the, the, the six that they talked about is, is there a wood-framed chimney? And they talk a lot about, you know, of, uh, of all the problem areas that, that lead to stucco failure, wood-framed chimneys have been the most common issue throughout oh, this country. Now I know what job you're talking about. That's the one we had was a wood-framed chimney. Yeah. That's the one we were talking about. We had, we had a, actually you know, what they call lick-and-stick bricks. Right. Yeah, so what we did, we lightened it up by, by uh, putting those, you know, Basically, stuccoing it and then putting these bricks on there to make it look like, and you cannot tell. You well, physically can't tell. But that's what, what happens. You get these wood frames. What happens is water gets in there. It traps, right? Now they buy a new efficiency furnace, right? Well, they don't blow hot, dry air anymore. They blow cold steam air, right? these things, right? And so it disintegrates them from the inside out. Well, in this it says, and, and I, this is my favorite line of this whole article. He said, wood frame chimneys uh, just do not get along with stucco. 
And but for whatever reason, it seems that hundreds of homes have tried and failed to marry the two together. And that was a big part of this article. He said, look, this is what I see all the time. And people keep trying to, to make it work. And it, it, the two, the combination of the two may look good, but eventually is not going what to happens, work. What happens, you got to remember, it's a trapped-in box, and moisture gets in there. And where's the moisture go? You know, especially with these ephus and these synthetic stuccos, they don't breathe like old-fashioned stucco where it just, you know, the houses just leaked. You know, they don't breathe. And the water gets trapped in there. And they, like, yeah, you said, they rot from the inside out. Well, that, and number five was, is there rot near the fixtures in the exterior walls? And that's, a, a, yeah, look, again, six stucco failure warning signs. And that was uh, number five, is there rot near the fixtures? So it's, fit, it's fitting exactly with what you're talking about. It seems like, you know, you could have written this article. And he talks about light fixtures, electrical outlets, pipes, wires, fans, um, decks, all if there's issues and rot around that, then you got to be careful with the stucco. Yeah, like if I walk, if I walk up to a building and you see like paints peeling off everywhere, um, that doesn't mean that the stucco is failing as much. It just means the water is trapped in there and it's not breathing. Now, is the stucco is the water coming in behind the stucco and, and making like this, or is there a, a venting problem in the house? Do you get more stucco work or more plaster work, or is that one and the same for you? We we get it. We get everything. Yeah. You know, it just depends. Like if somebody if they're trying to sell a home, they need it fixed in time. You know, that doesn't matter. Seem to go. Uh, the water damage um, gets easy. You know, whenever you know, we have spring like we just did. You know, you get phone calls and your panic phone calls, and just had one. Um, I say whatever, like two days ago. Uh, Somebody, some lady called up. Their ceiling's hanging down two feet. She sent me a picture. It really was. So I said, Zach, you better go over there and go check it out. So you had to knock it off, right? It turns out it was a plumbing leak. Really? Right? Yeah, it was a plumbing leak. He thought it was a roof leak, but it just sagged just like this. So he, all he is, he busted it open, and you let it dry, and you got to fix all that stuff first. And then it has to dry out, and we have to you know, disinfect it because any mold there, you can't be, you know, can't be covering up mold. No. No, it can't. And, as you, and I, you know, even though what you say you can't cover a mold, you'll still see that people will come in and put a layer of drywall over it. So what about the stuff underneath it? You're just covering it up. I mean, that rotted, that rotted, molded insulation and wood is still there. Hey, how can somebody tell if they have moisture behind the walls? It, 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 and in this, in this article that I read, they talk about to look for stucco tears. I've never heard that term. Have you heard that term? No, well, you're talking about the, the bubbles. Yeah. You see, like, you see, paint will start to bubble. If you see, uh, if you see stucco, and I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna throw plaster in there too. Uh, when you see stucco, when you see paint peeling off. Yeah. Okay, that's all it is. is hydrostatic pressure. It's just water pushing, trying to release somewhere, and it pushes and it lifts the paint off, and it makes its own breathing holes. You know, that's what it does. Same thing when I I go look at a house, and like there'll be like, all the ceilings are peeling. They're peeling paint, peeling finish coat, peeling plaster. The water's got to come somewhere. I just usually, a lot of times, it's not even a roof leak. It's just a venting problem. There's so much condensation up in the attic that, you know, the water has to go somewhere. Right. And the same thing with stucco. If you see a house where you see this all blistering all over, you know, tearing or blistering, whatever you want to call it, you'll see it's just pushing out. That's what that is. That's just trapped moisture. And sometimes it's just simple venting problems or the insulation is bad or something's wrong. So when you go out and, and that's what the, that's what the problem is, um, you then tell the homeowner, look, it, it, it's a roofing problem or a plumbing problem. And look, I, we're not plumbers, we're not roofers, but we can identify what the problem is. And here's where the issue is. Yeah. Cause usually what I do is 
you know, especially as recently as I usually tell them to call, you know, call Randy. Right. And then Randy, you know, then first thing Randy does is tell them that I get, you got to get an audit and they'll go in there and they'll see, because it's a lot of times it's, it's not where you know, cause people do it. Even we had one on my dad's house one time, you know, and I said, Hey, Randy, roof's leaking. He goes, no, it's not, you know, better. And he's sure enough, it was this air sealing problem around the edges. You know, they got to go around and seal it up. And a lot of times it's not, you know, you got plaster falling off. You know, plaster doesn't fall off by itself. Something makes it fall off. Right. It's so, yeah. You know, so moisture is getting back there, or is some kind of moisture is getting back there. Sometimes it could be a, a, a stucco crack on the outside of the house, right? And the tar and our tar paper or something is broke. The moisture and the, the cold air keeps building up on the inside wall. Soon enough, it causes problems. There isn't anything in my life that I know as much about as you do about this stuff. There. And I've coached basketball 36 years, and I don't know as much about oh, I, this I ran, stuff. I ran into somebody, um, I won't say where his house is, but somebody I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a job for that said that, yeah, you beat him in a basketball game. And that's good. That could have been a lot of people, Bingo. <laughs> that could have been a lot of he said, people. He said, yeah, he said he beat us out of the championship. That's good. So, that's that you, you, uh, it does. You should probably charge him a little double because he may have yelled at me once or twice. Uh, he is Bingo Emmons from Creative Construction of Wisconsin. They're located on Ferrick Street in Wauwatosa, 12040, 120th West Ferrick Street, uh, Suite F. You can give them a call anytime, 414 397 4072-397-4072. And look, if, if you have any questions when it comes to this stuff, this is the guy and this is the company that uh, I would highly recommend. They've done great work for Terry and I, uh, that's for sure. Their website is callcreativeconstruction.com for more information. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big time Mike McGivern. Only on 1057 FM, The Fan. Email your question to live at 1057FMTheFan.com. Oh, welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Bingo Emmons. He is the co owner, co owner of Creative Construction of Wisconsin. 414-397-4072, or their website is callcreativeconstruction.com. Hey, um, the other question, last question, and then I want to talk a little bit more about Nary and stuff like that. When when you are driving down the street or you're at, you know, doing one house, how easy is it for you to identify other houses that, that are either in the middle of having issues or about to have issues because look, stucco is going to crack. It's it, it is going to crack, and you see stucco that's cracked. That doesn't mean that it needs to be fixed, correct? Yeah. Sometimes they don't, you know. And I call it just a crack. I did a presentation last like Tuesday night for some home inspectors, and that's why I said sometimes it's just a crack. Um, but you're talking about uh, seeing things. I go look at you know because I'm I'm an expert at what I do, and then I I go look at I go look at houses and stuff for attorneys, whatever I got to go do, and then um. I can look at, you can look at, see some homes and you see the same mistakes that people have made over the years. You see the same thing. I go in there and I say, well, I can tell right now. He used, obviously he used a 2.5 metal lath because it, it looks like it's shattered glass. They all look the same. And then they try to trawl on something and it's just cracked and it's just like, horrible. And they say, well, the house is only 10 years old. It's supposed to last 125 years. I, says, I know. And this is what they did wrong. And he said, you can't prove it, this and that. And eventually, sooner or later, some engineer comes out and will, will verify everything I just said. 
Um, in in again doing research for the show, uh, Caitlin wrote. Uh, so you bought a stucco home, and and I liked just some really quick, easy points. Um, to, to tips to follow to keep your stucco home low maintenance and beautiful for years. One is keep sprinklers away from freshly primed and painted stucco. Two is when painting your stucco, use a heavy and thick roller. Make sure the work uh, the to to work the paint into all the nooks and crannies. Oh, that's a that's a big one too. The people the hire these companies to come in and you spray it, and within you know we always say within seven years ninety percent will be peeled off. Usually within a couple of years you see it peeling off in sheets. Really? Yeah, because stucco needs to be worked, paint needs to be worked in, and it needs to be a breathable stucco. People go, oh, you got to get those special rubberized. Don't. If it needs to be a breathable, um, uh, good paint. If you, you know, and um, I'm not a hardcore salesman. If people want to call up and ask questions, want to do it themselves, I'll tell them where to go and where to get it, how to get it. Right. I have, uh, I have other plasters that call me up and ask me uh, how to do things. I I am not one of those salesmen. Hey, you know what? I better come and take a look at it, and I'm going to give you a big bid to do this. I don't right. do that. I help people all the time. I was actually out in Middleton, Wisconsin, two days ago, helping a guy restore an 1860 home. It wasn't but, your job? No, it wasn't my job. Like this, and the guy goes, yeah, I heard that you guys you get some help out there, right? So I went all the way out there. I went all the way out there, and I told the guy what to do and stuff like this, and, and that's the reason. He's going to get all ready, and then I'm just going to come out and do the finish coat. Hey, the other ones on, on this, before we get to, to a little bit more on, on Nary Milwaukee, um, where she says, look, you want to have a nice thick seal to, to lock out moisture. That was number two with the paint. And it says, speaking of paint, uh, put a new layer of paint on your home at least um, one, every 10 years or so to keep your stucco protected. Number three is fix cracks immediately if you can. If there are small cracks, just use caulk and not paint. Caulk is more elastic and it uh, will will move with the cracks, which is really important. And number five, be careful of vines. And although they can look pretty, they can actually uh, grow into your house siding and cause some damage. Yeah, when they find cracks, yeah, they just make them worse. Stucco vines are horrible. They look great. Yeah, but they're really, really bad for stucco. They're bad for they're bad stucco. for brick too, not just just stucco. Right, and and that's something that that again on this website, there's a lot of good information. If you have uh, uh, interest in that website, call creativeconstruction.com. Go to the website, and there's a number of really good articles that you can you can read up on. Or if you have any questions, like Bingo just talked about, and that that's really through his entire company. You know, they'll answer questions for you. They're not there's nothing. There's no big pressure sales thing. It's not where if they come to your house that you feel like they're going to have a contract put in front of you uh, immediately. He'll answer your questions for you. Four one four three nine seven. 4072-397-4072. Are you playing in the golf outing today or on Wednesday or just working it? I'm there. Um, you're doing it. You're going to be with by you and Deb or an education hole because we actually have the education sponsoring a hole too. Oh, that's cool. So you can kind of go back and forth. A lot, yeah. of, lot of golfers this year. Yeah, I'm thinking about actually having uh, Samantha, my daughter, is going to be there with Deb most likely. Oh, good. Good, and now so she'll be with she'll sit with us on our home. Well, she's got a videotape, so they can rebroadcast it. Rebroadcast it. Yeah, I know she she's gonna turn that videotape when I'm swinging the golf club. <laughs> Two years ago, Deb, who's never hit a golf ball, said, "Here, let me try it." Yeah, he, I know. I got. He, I still got that on videotape. Yeah, hit it farther than I hit it. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And she talked smack for a while, oh, yeah. but then as these golfers come through, it's funny because it used to be, hey. um, would you like to give us five dollars? And here's where the five dollars are going to go, and here's what you have to do. 
now it's just, hey, give me five bucks yeah. and I'll explain it to you later. Right. Yeah. Just give me just, five bucks. Just get matter. a better shot than this guy and, yeah. and you get an extra raffle ticket. And she handles all that, which is which which is awesome. Again, the money that we're going to raise on Wednesday at the Nary Milwaukee Golf Outing is going to go to the Nary Milwaukee Foundation. And we talked about it in the first segment. Uh, both Bingo and I are big fans. Zach, I mean, a big part of, of what the foundation is doing, the direction that they're going with this. And again, the purpose of this foundation um, is to assist students who are residents and and, um, and they plan to attend uh, school in southeastern Wisconsin, uh, WCTC, uh, MATC, things like that. A lot of scholarship dollars available. If this is something that you, your kids, your your nephews are interested in, go to Nary Milwaukee. Um, go to the foundation page because that's where you can get all the information that, that you need. Hopefully the weather is good for, for Wednesday. I don't want to be sitting out there in the rain. It's, I think it's going to be toasty. That's all right. That I can handle. The tough part about that is the last three or four foursomes that come through always take a long time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've all they've all been on the course for a while. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll leave it you, at you that. You see some of the people. Yeah, you see some of the people that they hit the they hit the food truck a little bit too many times. The food truck, sure. Yeah, yeah that's we'll call it the food truck. The, the food truck, <laughs> or one of those carts that drive through and yep. say, "Do you guys need anything?" Right. You know, one of those. In fact, a couple years ago, the the last foursome, there were two guys wrestling. And I'm like, could you just hit your shot? Because I just want to go home. And they were like, no, we're not done wrestling yet. Yeah. And that's when I was like, hey, I, I I don't know if I can do this again. But I'm glad to be back this year. It's good to see you. It'll be great to spend uh, the day with, with Deb on uh, on Wednesday, raising a lot of money for the Nary Milwaukee Foundation. Have a good weekend. Yeah, Bingo. remember, if you want to get plastered, call Zach. There, there you go. That's who you call, 414-397-4072. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.